All right. Uh, this is Andrew. I'm here with Stuart. Hi, Stuart. Hello. And uh, we are going to walk through all the untamed cards in Mass Mutation. So, um, how's it going, Stuart? Uh, good. Any any Keyforge lately? Uh, yeah, did a tournament between North California and Southern California. Did okay on that. Nice. Yep. Yep. So SoCal won. Um, it was close up into the last week, and and uh, this, this last week's been a a stomp, but we'll we'll survive. Mm -hmm. Carry on. Um, and yeah, and I get to I get to join Team SoCal soon. Although I think NorCal has rights to to call me up, um, to call me over to their team, uh, if, if there's any, you know number discrepancies um mm. and and i would be always be happy to join them all right uh so um i just looked through these cards this morning and as such i do not yet have an answer to my uh all my normal five questions um but uh uh how about we start with um if you open a uh, or let's say you sit across from an untamed deck in sealed. Uh, what kinds of abilities or or you know characteristics are you expecting to see out of untamed in in your opponent's deck, not knowing what cards are in it? Uh, usually, uh, just a lot of creatures getting a lot of amber quick. Mm -hmm. um, that's usually the big one. Then. Yeah, almost always seem to have some kind of key cheat that they can trigger relatively easy. Yep. Yeah, a lot of amber generation. Um, a lot of a lot of recursion. Definitely, they have some some key cheat in their flavor. Um, in the first set, they had two, and in the last two sets, they've only had uh, one key cheat in house. So that's been interesting. And then. Um, uh, they also have some key cost manipulation floating around, um, and they they really like to play with the power of creatures. So they they like to put power counters on creatures, and they have a lot of effects that uh, that will boost the power of creatures. Um, yeah. Okay. Cool. Oh, and a lot of skirmish, which I, I think we see coming up here, a lot more skirmish. Mm -hmm. So cool. All right. Um, and then. Be thinking about this because when we get to the end, um, the other questions that I'll have are, uh, you know, based on what is in this house in this set. What other house would you like to get it in a deck with? Um, what other? What? Uh, what's your favorite combo here in the cards that we're going to go through? And um, and then uh, if you could get a if you could get a legacy untamed card back in this set you know showing up in a deck what would it be um and then the last one if you've seen enough of the of the other card pool to answer will be uh what maverick would you like to see um yeah so we'll we'll come back to those after we've actually gone through the cards um anything else you want to say before we jump in not in particular all right sweet so uh we'll start off with the the boring by now because it's in every house. 
uh, dark amber vault. I don't know yet what the uh, what the actual rarity level on this is. Um, it's a special rare, but it's the same card and it just shows up in all seven houses. It's an artifact, it's a location, and it says after you play a mutant creature, draw a card. Uh, and each friendly mutant creature gets plus two power. So it's a nice little booster for your decks that have mutants in them. Mm -hmm. All right, and then, uh, and then the next one is another that shows up in three separate houses, and that's It's Coming. Um, now, it's important to point out It's Coming is um, is a also a special rarity, and it it's the same card in three, the three houses that get it. Um, the thing that makes a house get it is that that house has a gigantic creature available. Um, and if you get a gigantic creature, it automatically comes with one copy of It's Coming. So, uh, and what It's Coming does, it's an action with a bonus amber, and when you play it, you search your deck and discard pile for either half of a gigantic creature. These are the, the creatures that come in two separate halves. Uh, you reveal the card, and then you put it into your hand, and then you shuffle your deck. Yep. Definitely is going to be a big key to getting the uh, two-part creatures on the board. Yes, it means you can feel good if you draw one part too early. You can feel good about discarding it. Um, or if you you know get one part early with this, then you, boom, you have the whole creature. So, yeah, pretty good deal. Mm -hmm. Cool. All right. You're up. Next card is Cephalist. Mm -hmm. It's a mutant creature. Uh, four power. While you have four amber or more, your amber cannot be stolen. Another one of those, uh, you can't steal amber till you deal with this creature, and definitely um, one of the more powerful creatures that has some kind of prevention for amber being stolen. Yes, and it's interesting to me that it you know, it keys off of how much amber you have. I I think that's nice. I typically, you know, it's not typically when I'm at one to three is not when I'm really worried about my opponent doing a big steal turn. Um, and uh, yeah, really nice to have this in Untamed because amber generation is such a big thing for them. It's nice to kind of be able to to say, I'm going to generate all this amber and here you can't take it. Mm -hmm. I'll definitely be interested to see what other cards in Untamed lend themselves to keeping that creature alive, either with Taunt or some other uh, way to keep track of it. Yes. Of note, if you have the Dark Amber Vault, it's six power, right? There you so go. That's, so that's something, although that means you know your opponent could have a similar thing, so who knows? It's going to be crazy. Uh, the next is a creature called Demo Beast. It, it is a mutant beast, power three with skirmish, and when it's destroyed, you steal one amber. Mm -hmm. Um, and in case I think people have seen some of these at this point, but um, we're going to see six different uh, versions of the beast here, and um, the other five will come later. 
but the the beast part is that which gives it the skirmish uh, is an untamed thing and then the each of the six variations is going to have the other half of it filled in by one of the other houses so demo beast is the uh, is the Dece version and uh, that's where it gets the destroyed steel one from nice cool um and and I, I actually well I, I'd like to hear your thoughts Stuart but I I like this um I think having a three power skirmish is pretty okay it's not amazing but it's pretty good and having it be uh something that gives you amber back when it's destroyed is like uh just puts a weird you know your opponent has to do the math and decide whether it's worth it yeah it definitely seems like a poor man's brand the fanatic yeah uh and especially an untamed um extra exciting mm-hmm Cool. Um, all right. Next up is Dark Fairy. This is one that uh, that I got to spoil on here when um, when some folks uh, over in the EU first opened it. Um, but it's a two power mutant with skirmish and fight gain two. And I I think that this is like the mutated version of Dew Fairy. Um, because that's that's kind of a theme in here that we get um, we get mutated versions like we get Rad Penny instead of Bad Penny, and I I think this is the mutated version of Dew Fairy. Um, it has a very similar effect except it has Skirmish instead of Elusive, and it's Fight Gain Two instead of Reap uh, Gain an Extra One. Mm -hmm. yeah. Very very interesting little and creature. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Any card that lets you get two amber in, in one turn is, is going to be pretty strong. Yeah, totally. Yeah, the the only downside to it is like two power without elusive is very very easy to kill. Like there's there's so many ways to kill it, but um, you know bat drones stay on the table sometimes, so it could happen. Mm -hmm. Um. Cool. And then the next one is um, Fandangle. This is a three power human witch. It says while you have four or more amber, that's a really similar effect to the uh, to the cephaloist or cephaloist. Um, while you have four or more, your un your non untamed creatures enter play ready. That's super interesting. Looks really good. It's a lot like the uh, dusk witch, but um. A little mm -hmm. bit stronger, so a little bit harder to get off the table. Yeah, stronger, but with a stipulation, not elusive, and it uh, it doesn't apply to your untamed creatures. But it, yeah, it seems really good. The other thing is, in my experience with Dusk Witch, if your opponent does not kill it, your odds of winning just went up 50% at least. Yeah. Because it can be that strong if there's creatures to put on the table next turn. And so this has that same kind of power spike if it's not killed first turn. Yeah, and, and I'll, I'll add to that. It's a common. Um, was Duskwitch common or uncommon? I don't remember. Um, I, I want to say uncommon, though. But it's it's a common, and it doesn't have Omega. So you could theoretically play two or three of these on the same turn. And then if your opponent doesn't have a, you know, a big wipe in their hand, probably one of them sticks around. 
though in that way it, it's a little better than Duskwitch just because you play multiples. Uh, Duskwitch is a common. Oh wow! Okay, crazy. I think. Hmm. Interesting, because I I I'm trying to think of decks where I've seen more than two. I think I've seen two in a deck, but not more than that. But maybe I, maybe I just need to get out more. <laughs> um. Cool. Okay. The next card is Flumph. It's a beast cat, power three with skirmish, <laughs> and it says fight. Give a beast creature two plus one power counters. And based on the way it's worded, I would assume that it can even do itself. Mm -hmm. So, sort of like some of those Brobnar creatures that like to keep on gaining power as they're killing stuff. Yeah. Um, plus it has Skirmish, so definitely a strong fighting creature. And look at those cute little wings. Just look at them. Uh, there are some beast cats with less cute wings coming up later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Next card is Ghost Hawk. Uh, was in the previous set, but it does have deploy and play you can, may reap with each creature one at a time. Um, still has all the cool effects there. The one other thing that crosses my mind, if you have the Key Frog uh, mm. be on the table as one of those things and have a way to either kill it from reaping or some other way, is you now have a key cheat built into that. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, if you... Yeah, if you have the key frog down, you're able to get some amber gen off of some reaps, and then somehow, maybe with one of your reaps or something, you your your key frog. Mm -hmm. Yep. I, I guess I'm being a little crazy, but I, I imagine your opponent having one of the things that reap and they die. Right. Uh, with uh the key frog and the ghost sock comboing, pretty cool. Yes. Although important important like clarification here. The the ghost talk does not ready and reap, it just Fair it enough. just reaps. So, um, you, you usually want to use this between two non untamed creatures, um, but it it you know, depends on the circumstances. Uh, this can last I checked, this can reap through, uh, through enrage or things like that because it it gives the creature the ability to reap but not, uh, the ability to fight. So. So they can't fight. They can, um, yeah. But definitely, this is an exciting card for sure. Like, very nice. Um, get for it. All right. So next up is Gloriana's Attendant. This is a one-power mutant with enhance two bonus amber. And I think, I mean, I don't know if this is like really the mutation of Dust Pixie, but this. The devs have pretty openly talked about this being a replacement for Dust Pixie. They compare it to Dust Pixie um, uh, because it, it gives you two Amber Pips. It just doesn't give you them on this card necessarily. Um, so a very, Do the Amber very Pips come on the same card? Uh, not necessarily. They can. So the rules around that are basically they, they can go on any card and they don't necessarily have to go together. The maximum number of pips a card can have is five. The the maximum number of icons a card can have is five. So we're hoping for that five ember fertility chant. Right, 
right yeah no that that is definitely going to happen at some point like there's enough because it already has four right so it only needs one more um yeah i am sure that's going to happen that's going to be exciting for the key cheats and for the infernuses yes yes 100 percent. oh infernus is going to have a, a real good time um Okay. I could definitely mm -hmm. see it being the situation where you'd want to get it out of your own discard pile if you do play with it or have it be your last key. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm gonna I'm gonna let this sit in my archives until right before my deck flips, for sure. Um okay, so next up is you, you mentioned this already, but Key Frog, it's a two power beast. And uh it's interesting, I didn't notice before that it is a beast. It makes sense given that it's a frog. But that does mean that its power can be boosted by some of the various things that do that. Um, and when it's destroyed, you forge a key at current cost. Um, I'm I'm really interested to see how this plays out because it's so different from key charge in that you know key charge is a play right now, and it happens. Key frog need a way to kill it. Um, and so when I open a key frog deck, the first thing I'm going to do is look at, okay, what are the ways that I can kill my own key frog other than fighting it into something? Um, and anyway, I think it adds like a really neat dimension. It's also cheaper than, uh, so anyway, but, but very interesting card. Yeah. It will be interesting whether you hit combos like fang tooth or any of the other things that allow you to just ping some damage. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. You know, if you had this on the table and you use Obsidian Forge, you can forge two keys. <laughs> oh wow, that could be very interesting. Yes. Yes. Anyway. Okay. Cool. Yeah. The, I, and I'll just I'll spoiler it because we'll get there. But I think this is the only key cheat in Untamed this set. So it, it's just going to be very interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. Next card is Lost in the Woods. It's from previous sets. It does have an Amber Pip on it. It says, play, choose two friendly creatures and two enemy creatures. Shuffle each chosen creature into its owner's deck. Um, definitely a great card to get stuff to pop off the board. Um, or get cards back in your deck that you'd want to play again later mm -hmm. for whatever play effect there might be. Yeah, and interesting, but th I I wasn't sure, but I just double checked. This is only the only previous set this was in is Coda, so we've been we've been without our Lost in the Woods for for a while now. We get it back. Nice. <laughs> yes. Awesome. The next card is Niphilate, power three creature that was in Coda. Um, I don't remember if it was an AOA or not. Uh, the the one thing that it does do that's cool is that it can ignore taunt and elusive when attacking, mm -hmm. and so it's situationally good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. I always tend to to discount it, um, and then I'll I'll get bitten you know, at some point and be like, oh, I guess I, I guess I should have been more worried about that. Yeah, that's definitely a fair assumption. It's a card that sometimes just really doesn't matter, but there are times where you can get through some kind of elusive or taunt and cause some big damage to a creature that they were trying to protect. 
Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Uh, next up is Pismire. This is a four-power mutant, and uh, its its ability is that while there are more friendly mutant creatures than enemy mutant creatures, your opponent's keys cost plus two amber. So if you're if you're ahead on the mutant, uh, you know, quantity game, then your opponent's keys cost plus two, which is nice, and it's a four-power body, which is nice too. Mm-hmm. Definitely a great way to keep someone off of a key, or mm -hmm. just make them spend more. Yep. Uh, oh yeah, go ahead. Wait, were you gonna say something else? No. Oh. You, you, I heard you breathe. I got excited. Okay. Uh, uh, next is uh, Rapid Evolution. It is an action with a bonus amber, and it says play, choose a creature. Give it a plus one power counter for each amber you have. And since this is untamed, hopefully you have a bunch of amber. Uh, and you make a creature big. Mm -hmm. The next card is going to be pretty cool. It is called Reclaimed by Nature. It's an action with an amber pip. It says play, purge an artifact, resolve its bonus icons as if you had played it. Mm -hmm. um, any kind of artifact control is always good but not only that it does have an amber pip and it purges the artifacts they're not mm -hmm. getting the artifact back yeah yeah I agree it it seems it seems real good mm -hmm. and I also I think you almost have to assume you're getting a second amber pip most of the time because of there's so many artifacts with amber pips yeah, I yeah I agree. I think probably like three quarters of the time it's gonna work out, um, and mm -hmm. you know, and when it doesn't, it's not fine. But because um, uh, I really think the value here is in being able to turn something off. Um, but uh, yeah, it's I mean it's great. You don't even have to use it right. Like with remote access on a key of Dees, for example, you have to actually destroy everything. But with this. Nope, it just goes away. It doesn't doesn't trigger. Um, definitely a, a nice angle. Mm -hmm. The next card is Resurgent. It has an enhanced icon, and it says play. Return a creature from your discard pile to your hand. If that creature is a mutant, return another creature from your discard pile to your hand. Now you've got a way to get two creatures back in your hand. In the mm -hmm. later game scenarios. Seems pretty cool. Yeah, and I was going to say, like, I mean, at a basic level, you know, you're at least going to get one creature, right? So you can compare it to regrowth. And I was going to say, well, in that case, regrowth's better because regrowth has an amber pit. But actually, like, Resurgence puts a draw icon on some other card. So... That's that's you know that's pretty good. I I think the amber pip is probably a little bit stronger than the draw icon, but um but it's a close trade off, and the ability to to pull two creatures back is really good. Mhm, mm definitely. Um, cool. Okay, next up is Savage Clash. This this one's really interesting. It's an action. It does not have a bonus amber. Um, 
And when you play it, you destroy each creature except the most powerful enemy creature and the least powerful friendly creature. Um, it, it's such an interesting, like situation to me like the the outcome there that you leave them with their biggest creature and you with your smallest creature um is is it's very interesting and i'm i know there are situations where this will be beneficial to play um but it'll be interesting to see because it seems like there could be a, a downside a pretty strong downside too mm-hmm. uh yeah, I get that. My um, my excitement about this card would be based around the fact that you have a board wipe that does not cost you a bunch of change. So um, mm -hmm. there's definitely times where it might not be the best thing, but if your opponent has a big board, being yeah. able to lower it to one creature with no chains is pretty awesome. Yeah, if you had two creatures to start with and they had ten, you're pretty happy about this. Even even mm -hmm. the, even and if it, it is their biggest creature that you had to leave. Correct. And I have a feeling you could figure out a way to kill your smallest creature and make it so that their creature dies from Fangtooth or some other cool combo. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Nice. Way to go. Didn't even think about that. Um, Cool. Okay. And then, oh, gosh. Why do I have to read this card? Um, The, the, next, the next one is Song of the Wild. Um, it is the card that inexplicably is possible to get in threes um, uh, as, as any common is but but sure seems to come up in threes more often than i would want um anyway it is an action that says play for the remainder of the turn each friendly creature gains reap gain one um and like it sounds like such a great deal to turn all your creatures into do fairy the problem is i just <clears throat> don't get this when i have creatures ready to reap um, and I don't know if it's my play style or what, but it just never works out for me. And, and I think that's the general consensus is that this doesn't work out very often. It definitely works a lot better when you're able to archive it for later, save it for the mm -hmm. right time. Mm -hmm. I know I had one deck that had double Song of the Wild and a key charge. And so when I was able to hold on to those Song of the Wilds in archives and pull them out when I had the key charge, it was really nice. But mm -hmm. it was it was hard to hit it even in that particular deck. Um, yeah. Definitely combos well with Ghost Hawk, so yes. when it hits, it's really cool, but it's definitely hard to have it hit. Yep. Yep, and even, so, and here's my, like, the math on this is, let's say you have no untamed creatures on the board, but you do have other creatures, and you pop this with Ghost Hawk. It gains you two amber. So, which is, I mean, is better than no amber. <laughs> Yeah, and that's probably the easiest way to trigger it, but yeah, it's definitely not a fantastic card, and I've discarded it before yes. plenty of times. Yep, yep. All right, well, upward and onward. The next card is Amber Spine Mongrel, a power three creature that's a beast, has hazardous three, and after an enemy creature reaps, gain one. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things, if you're not paying close attention, it's a big mistake to leave this on the table when you plan on reaping. Um, yep. You're just going to end up equaling Amber with your opponent, so unless you have some way to take it back, you're not really helping yourself. 
yeah yeah i i love this um this is back from age of ascension um but i mean the combination of the hazardous three so you just feel like ah oh, I, I don't want to fight into that with the fact that like it you know it's one of these cards like this this is this way um handle unit works this way <clears throat> where you just are you're saying do what you want and i'll just i'll just sit here and benefit from it it's it's front it's fine you go ahead <laughs> Um, I, I think it's a really fun effect. Mm -hmm. The next card is Bumblebird. It's a creature with Beast Insect, power one, and as alpha. It says play, put two plus one power counters on each other friendly untamed creature. I've had this in plenty of decks, and most of the time I think it's a waste of time. Mm -hmm. um, it's way too often where you don't have other untamed creatures on the table and since yeah. you have to play it first it ends up being a one power creature on the table that's probably going to die but you might get a reap out of it later yeah yeah i think if it was like put one on each other friendly creature not untamed um that would make it a lot better um uh but yeah i agree it's a similar problem <laughs> to uh to what song of the wild has um but beautiful art. <laughs> um, cool. Next up is Commune. This is a weird one. I'm interested to see again, like if this turns out to be great. I don't think it is, but we'll see. Um, it's an action, and it has Omega, which means that after you play it, you end the step. That so this you know effectively ends your turn. After after you play it, you're gonna gonna ready your creatures and drop to six but um but you don't get to play or use any more cards um and uh when you play it you lose all of your amber and then you and then you gain four amber um and obviously if you're on zero then that's great um but the number of times when i'm on untamed that i'm going to be on you know less than four amber at the end of my turn um, is hopefully not that often, right? So, I don't know. I'll be interested to see. Yeah, it reminds me a lot of Treasure Map, though I'm thinking mm -hmm. this one's probably going to be a little bit easier to hit than Treasure Map. Hmm. Yeah, I was thinking on a turn one play, right, this has the same effect as Treasure Map, right? It gets you four. The, the, the difference is... Um, you know, if you're at six amber, treasure map can still get you four, or at least one. Um, although, yeah, if you're on a turn where, like, you have two amber, and you have a bunch of creatures to play, and you play the creatures and do this at the end, you're you're really happy. So, I think it just depends. Mm -hmm. so. um, and then the next one is Dark Harbinger. This is a four-power mutant witch. And it says, after you play an untamed action card, ready Dark Harbinger. Um, so I think for the most part, barring any upgrades or whatnot, this basically you know, gives you the ability to, to get extra amber out of playing action cards. Because you, you're really going to reap most of the time with this. It's only four power, and it doesn't have skirmish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. I think the odds of you getting it ready are going to be really high. 
not going to be that hard to play an action card to get it going, and um, might make Song of the Wild a little better. Oh, and is you know what? I think Dark Harbinger. Ah, uh, the artwork ties it together. We'll see later when we get into the rares. There are three mutations that are actions that I think must be keyed off of having a Dark Harbinger. I think they must give you a Dark Harbinger. Um, okay. And in that case, what they do is they, they give it interesting abilities, um, like Skirmish, for example. And so... Um, so you can imagine, like, getting to, hey, I'm going to give my creature Skirmish, uh, and, and, you know, and Dark Harbinger gets, gets readied at the same time. So I think, I think there might be some fun stuff like that going on, but we'll see. Sounds good. Yep. All right. The next, the next card is Fangtooth Cavern. It's an artifact that has been in previous sets. It has an Amber Pip. It's a location that says, at the end of your turn, destroy the least powerful creature. Um, definitely a good way to keep track of what creatures are on the board, especially if you can control any of those ties for the two or three power creatures. Um, helps you be in a good position for the state of the board. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, this is... Um, Fangtooth is one, like, if you get it in a deck, I think you have to kind of play a little bit to figure out whether... Uh, whether it's good or not, right? Because if you have a lot of small creatures, it might not be very good for you. Um, but you just you play to get a feel for that, and sometimes it'll depend on the matchup as well. Um, so I think in that sense, knowing whether to play or discard this makes it kind of a, a high skill cap card. Mm. Cool. Makes sense. The next card is Growth Surge. It's an action with an Amber Pip. It says, play, give a flank creature three plus one power counters, and then give its neighbor two plus one power counters, and give the second creature's other neighbor a plus one counter. This, to me, looks a lot like Bumblebird, but actually useful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's also funny because it it's it's like a it's like a Positron Bolt, but in reverse. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, definitely a fun card. Um, and yeah, and really nice with the Fangtooth Cavern, actually, if you get them both. Mm-hmm. Uh, Good combo. Yep. Cool. All right. Uh, next up is Lodon. This one's back from Worlds Collide. It's an action with a bonus amber. When you play it, if there are three or more untamed creatures in your discard pile, gain two amber. Uh, shuffle each untamed creature from your discard pile into your deck. So... Um, you want to get this late uh, so that you have some, some untamed creatures in your discard pile. At that point, it's free amber, which is amazing. Uh, and then it is important that it says each untamed creature, so you don't have the ability to like choose some but not others. Uh, you're going you're gonna to put them all back uh, in your deck, but um, that can still be a, a very good deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next one is Lumilu. This is another cat. Uh, it's a four power beast and cat, and it has reap gain one amber for each other friendly beast creature. Um, and that, that is crazy because the upward, you know, 
the the upper end on that is you could be you could reap for six with this you know um it could be really crazy mm-hmm definitely has a lot of potential be interested to see how this works in actual playing yes absolutely I'm wondering whether it'll be a bust like some cards or just be absolutely awesome i think I think it'll be a I mean, I think this goes in a similar category with um, with the witches, actually, where it turns into like a must kill. Um, mm -hmm. Now, if you know your opponent's deck, you can say like, oh, okay, how many beasts are in this deck? Oh, there's only two others, so I'm not going to worry that much. But I, I, I would see this in a similar category with Professor Sutterkin, where if, uh, or Duskwitch, really, right? Where if it stays on the board... Um, it's going to be a big problem. Yep. You're uh, asking for problems if that stays on the board because they can play whatever creatures they have in right. addition to what's already on the table. Right. Um, and I just have to point out the wings on this one got a, it's a little it's a little uh little slimmer, has a little bigger wings. Well, we'll we'll see where that goes. The cats are getting bigger. Yes. All right. Next card is Mushroom with a View, an artifact with an Amber Pip. It's location. It says Omni, heal one damage from each friendly creature. One of those cards that I don't think I'd mind having in a deck, but I'm not sure if I'm seeing exactly how much power it's going to have if it's only healing one damage. But um, there might be a situation where you combo that with something else. Yep. Yep, I agree. Next card is Niffle Grounds, an artifact with an Amber Pip. It's a location. It's been in previous sets. It says, action, choose a creature for the remainder of that turn. Uh, that creature loses Taunt and Elusive. Another way to get through any of those creatures that are elusive or have someone protecting them, you can cut right through. Yeah, I think, if I remember right, this was in AOA. Um, but, you know, the, the Niffle Apes haven't been back, so... We haven't actually had them together in a set yet, so um, it's just interesting. That means really there's like a lot of it, it all adds up to there being a, quite a lot of you know ability to on elusive. I think is mm -hmm. uh, cool. Okay, um, next up is ah more niffle niffle queen. Uh, Niffle Queen is a six-power beast, uh, also has the Niffle trait, and says that each other friendly beast creature gets plus one power, and each other friendly Niffle creature gets plus one power. So, um, so that means your Niffle apes effectively are five power at that point, and, uh, and all your other beasts are, are plus one. If you happen to have two Niffle Queens, which is possible, um... It's only an uncommon. If you happen to get two Niffle Queens, then they make each other bigger too. So at that point, your Niffle Queens are also eight power, and your Apes are seven, which is bonkers. Um, and each Niffle Queen comes with, I think, at least two Niffle Apes. Um, so they 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 work uh, in tandem in that way. Where if you have a Niffle Queen, you're guaranteed at least a couple of Niffle. Definitely brings some power to the untamed board. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and if you have this with um with Lumalu, holy cow. Watch out. 
All right. Oh wait, you did you? Uh, yeah. Okay. I'm still on. You're up. Uh, uh, I can't count. Um, <clears throat> okay, Trimble is a three-power mutant, and uh, it gives each mutant creature skirmish. Um, that's kind of crazy. And I'll just say, like, uh, the thing that is extra crazy about this is it says each mutant creature. It's not even each friendly mutant creature. So uh, this really changes a lot of things on the board. Um, very interesting to see how games go. And, of course, because it has such a strong effect, I think there will be some situations where you're better off discarding this and some situations where it'll be really good to play it. So um, because of that, you know, th this is a card to that I think can really um, amplify player choice. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Cool. Next card is Troop Call. It's been in previous sets. It does have an amber pip, and it says play, return each friendly Niffle creature from your discard pile and from play to your hand. Definitely a good way to get a lot of creatures on the board, and it's not going to hurt you having the amber pip. So I'll, I'll never be sad about having this card in the deck. Yeah. Yep, yep. And and this also, um, I think you have to have at least one Niffle creature for this to um, for this to Be in your deck is what I mean. Okay. Next card is Volt's Blessing. It's an action with an amber pip. Play each creature gains one amber for each mutant creature they control. Another situationally good card, but um, if you have a couple mutants on the the board, that can be a lot of amber real quick. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean, this one's crazy to me because again, like. The upper end of this is so high, <clears throat> like, I mean, you can't have eight mutant creatures on the board unless your opponent had a chance to do something about it. So in that sense, like, it's not totally crazy, but you could have eight mutant creatures on the board, and then this gives you nine amber, right, um, which is insane. Um, even even free markets stops at six. Um so yeah, just just crazy, but uh, could also help your opponent. So we'll have to see how it pans out. Mm -hmm. I I like it because I think what it one of the things I like about it is that it rewards board control, and I think well I like board control, so I like cards that reward it. <laughs> I think you just like control in general, but I do agree <laughs> about your play style also. <sighs> Uh, cool. Okay. Uh, next up is Wild Bounty. This is a an action. Um, it has enhanced two bonus amber icons. Uh, and when you play it, the next time you play a card this turn, resolve each of its bonus icons an additional time. Um, how good is that? It depends. I'll so much. tell you that fertility chant is not that uncommon. Index mm -hmm. and all you have to do is get those two cards, and you've got eight amber. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And the best part about that combo is that your opponent only gets two off of the first play. They don't, they don't get, you know, you get all eight. They don't get, they don't get doubled. Um, so yeah, that's a pretty good deal. 
I expect to see that combo happen at some point. Yeah. Yes. Um, hopefully by me and not to me, but yes. <laughs> yep. Um, and then, oh yeah, did you have something else you want to say about it? No. Okay. Uh, next up is uh, is Wild Spirit. See, I I was trying to relinquish control there. Give me give me some credit. But you still can't count. I. Uh, yeah. Well, I'll I'll work on it. Um, Wild Spirit is an upgrade with a bonus amber, and it says this creature gains reap capture one. Um, and that's fine. I this was in <laughs> this is in Worlds Collide, and um, it I can't remember a time where it was like uh, amazing. Um, but it's fine. Yeah, it's, it's not bad with the Amber Pip. I think I only had one time where it actually mattered in a game. Hmm. Well, hey, that's, that's, that's good, though. That's one time. I think it was not beneficial for me, but yes, I think it happened one time where it actually hurt me to have them capturing an Amber. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, well. There's your, there's your day in the sun, Wild Spirit. Wait. Well, moving on to more exciting cards. Emberlution is an action that's Omega. It says, play, destroy each creature. Each player reveals their hand and puts each creature from their hand into play ready. That's going to have a high skill cap. But if you <laughs> manage to, <laughs> to uh, play that at the right time with a bunch of creatures in your hand, it's going to be pretty exciting. Yeah, that's crazy. Um Yeah, I it's it is very very crazy. Um, the nice thing about it is I think you get more probably. Oh no, it's it's Omega. So yeah, it, it it's interesting. It's definitely interesting. But if your opponent is ahead um, on on board state, then this is good. It's a good reset. Um, yeah, if if you're ahead, then it's a it's a discard for sure. Yep. Mm -hmm. It does work out to be a board wipe also, so yeah, definitely situationally good. Mm -hmm. The next card is Blossom Drake. It's a four power creature that's also a dragon. By the way, I think this is our oh no that the sorry Amber Lucian was our first rare. This is our second rare. But yeah, go ahead. Got it. Blossom Drake gets plus one power for each artifact in play. Each artifact's text box is considered blank. So definitely a good way to nullify any artifacts in play, plus you end up with a big fat dragon at the end. Yeah. I think this is my favorite new card, um, at least in Untamed. <laughs> so cool. Mm -hmm. Seems pretty cool. Very nice, like... I mean, it could almost be Smaug, except Smaug doesn't have things sprouting out of him. It definitely has that kind of uh, resemblance. Yeah. Also, I think, um, I mean, Nizak was a, an anomaly, so um, I don't know if he really counts, but um, but if you do count him, then this is the third dragon to appear in uh, in Keyforge, so 
that's kind of cool. Very, very sparing with those dragons. Mm -hmm. Um. All right. Next up is a um. Really, I think it looks like a uh creepy pasta version of like Venusaur. Um, but uh, it's Chonkers. It's a one power mutant, and um, it has skirmish. And after an enemy creature is destroyed fighting Chonkers, you double the number of plus one power counters on Chonkers. When you play Chonkers, you you give it a plus one power counter. So it really comes into play at two power. And uh, the first time it kills something, it's going to go to three. And the next time it kills something, it's going to go to five. They really should have called this the, the Fibonacci fighter or something. <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely that kind of sequence. If somehow you manage to kill three creatures, all of a sudden you're at seven power. Uh, yep, yep. Actually, that's like killing two creatures. Uh, you wait, you kill one, you'll be at three power. Yep. Kill a second creature, you'll be at five. And if you manage to kill a, a third, third, you'd be at eleven. Then you go to uh nine because nice. you would go from. <laughs> from four counters to eight counters. Got it. And be at nine, yeah, I think. No, that sounds right. Um, Can anyone tell for sure? <laughs> Definitely looks like a fun card to play with. Yeah. Um, And then next up is Dark Queen Gloriana, a three-power mutant with enhanced two bonus icons. And when you play her, you return a friendly, non-untamed creature to your hand. Um, and I, I suspect the the reason for that particular ability is like they envision getting, uh, getting you know amber pips on some of your non-untamed creatures, um, and then, uh, and then to pop that back into your hand and play it again. That's my guess at kind of how that's supposed to work. But uh seems cool. Mm-hmm. More amber's good. Yep. That's true. I do your amber is strong in this game. The next card is Earthbind. It's been in previous sets. It's an upgrade with an amber pip. It says this creature cannot be used unless its controller has discarded a card this turn. Um, definitely a, a good way to slow down your opponent, though it's not going to be game-changing. Yep. yep. The next card is Eldest Bear, five-power creature that has Beast, Leader, and Witch. Assault three. While Eldest Bear is in the center of your battle line, it gains before a fight gain two. Um, definitely a strong fighting creature. It's got Assault 3 to get through some of those weird elusives or just put it up a little power and then mm -hmm. if it survives, you got... Actually, they don't have to survive because it's before a fight, so you're getting two yeah. Amber. So that's going to trigger real easily. Yeah, I didn't realize before that uh, that it's a witch, but it makes sense. Um, and uh, yeah, definitely I think, like, I think this rate's under... Jericho and Zenzi, but um, 
still a, a very good leader. I mean, if you get this in the battle line, you're pretty happy. Mm -hmm. Um, and and sorry, I I was kind of checked out on the last one. What I what what I was doing was checking to see whether it's possible to get Dark Queen Gloriana without Gloriana's attendance. And the answer is no. If you get Dark Queen Dark Queen Gloriana, you will get at least one Gloriana's attendant. Which mm -hmm. means you're going to get four enhanced bonus icons. Definitely. Yeah. So. All right. Uh, I got another cat. I'm so happy. Um, so I'm not even a cat person, but they're good cats. Um, so Unoya is a six power beast and cat. And uh, it has very large wings and very large claws and looks very menacing. Um, <clears throat> and it says, after an enemy creature is destroyed fighting Unoya, gain one amber and heal two damage from Unoya. Uh, that seems good. Definitely. I like the, the self-healing nature of it. And, um, you know, it... There, there's some nice beast combos, and uh, we'll see coming up there are some nice cat combos, too. Um, and then next up is uh, card, a card you're very excited about, the Fertility Chant. Um, it's an action with four bonus amber, but when you play it, your opponent gains two. So you gain four, they gain two, um, which is pretty cool. I just now realized, I hadn't realized before, that those four bonus amber are like oriented slightly differently. So uh, it looks a little haphazard there. They're not all facing exactly the same way. Um, that's kind of cool. Um, you could get a fifth icon of some sort on this because of enhance, uh, but that's the most. You can't get more than five. My expectation is that there's going to be a few decks that are going to come out with weird fertility chant combos or five amber fertility chant combos that are going to be real strong decks yeah because it's not that bad card as it is but if it's got an extra enhance icon or mm -hmm. that uh was it that bounty card earlier yeah the wild, wild bounty, bounty. Yeah. so um i i'm gonna i think we're gonna see a few decks they're gonna be top tier with this card in it <laughs> yeah yeah but for it's, sure but it's gonna need those other pieces to make it strong because it is it's it's okay yeah, yeah, right now, uh, see, and this is where, like, I think it was, this is hurt a little bit by the swapping out key frog for key charge, um, mm -hmm. because this into key charge was a good way to close out a game, right? But this into playing a key frog doesn't immediately close out the game unless you have something else going on. You have the key frog was played last turn, or you have a way to kill it this turn, or something like that, right? So, yeah. Um. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, you're definitely gonna need a way to kill the key frog if you're gonna pull off the combo. Mm -hmm. Indeed, frog must die. Next card is look what I found. It's an action. That's Omega. It says play, return one card of each type, action, artifact, creature, upgrade, from your discard pile to your hand. Great opportunity for some recursion, especially for some big and powerful cards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I um 
it's interesting. This is like a, I don't think it's an exact translation, but this is a good counterpart for Eureka, actually. Um, and maybe that's why she's pulling at a, a, um, a Logos creature arm there. Um, but Eureka, Eureka means like, you know, I've found it or it could actually mean, look what I found. Um, but yeah, getting to return four cards to your hand is kind of crazy. Um, and I, I actually think this might be the most recursion heavy untamed yet. Like it's, it's interesting. Yeah, I think this that card's gonna look real good. Is that a rare? It is, yeah. Yep, yep. We're we're in all rares now. Got it. Yep. The next card is Mercy Malkin Queen. Three power creature that's a human witch, it has skirmish. After a friendly cat creature enters play, ward it, and it says fight. Ready a friendly beast creature. This has got a huge amount of synergy with the cats um, where you can just go back and forth. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. I mean, first of all, like, just the the fact that you can drop this and a cat on the same turn and the cat gets a ward is pretty good. Um, and then getting to use the cat twice. Um, yeah, that's so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely better board control than you normally see in Untamed here. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Um, and I'm trying to think. I wonder if this is... um. Uh, I wonder if this is one of those... Because FFG likes to do the thing where they, they let people who have been employees with them for a certain amount of time... Um, get to be on cards. She looks like almost realistic enough. Mercy does to maybe be modeled after a person, but um, I don't know. They they just seem to try to try to have gone for a little bit of photorealism in the face. I think of Brad on Quixo, you know, mm-hmm. a little too real. <laughs> um, cool. Okay, next up is uh, Pose Pixies. This is a one power fairy back from AOA. Um, and was Post Pixies in Worlds Clyde 2? Might have been. Um, but Post Pixies is elusive and says that amber that would be stolen or captured from your pool is taken from the common supply instead. And that actually makes for. Yeah, it was in Worlds Clyde as well. That actually makes for two cards in Untamed in this set that prevent steel, which is pretty cool. Definitely. Um, yeah, I think it's a very, very fun card. Um, and then we have Punctuated Equilibrium, uh, which is another really fun card, an action that says play, each player discards their hand, then refills their hand as if it were their draw card step. Um, obviously if you've just played, you know, four cards and this is your fifth card, you're getting a pretty good deal out of this. Um, it's also a really good way to break opponent's combos. If they've been saving up a card for the right moment and you just knock it out of their hand, it feels so good. Yep. Um, it also, for those cards that keep people off keys that your opponent's been holding, this knocks them out of their hand right away. 
Um, I saw that at actually a, uh, at a tournament that you were playing at, Andrew, where uh, mm-hmm. your way to keep them off key number three was discarded because of this. Ah, uh, yes, I do remember that. It made me sad. Which was probably the game winner. Yeah. So definitely a, a good card, and especially towards the end of the game where someone else to lose thing they've been holding on to is a big deal. Yep. Cool. The next card is Quicksand. It's an action with an Amber Pip. Play, destroy the most powerful creature controlled by each player who does not control a ready, untamed creature. Hmm. Uh, so, good way to kill a couple of creatures. Not going to hurt you with the Amber Pip being there. And situationally, if you happen to have a ready, untamed creature, either from a combo or from playing on a previous turn, only your opponent gets hurt. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. yeah, I think there's, you know, good chance that you get to to uh have it benefit you know or hurt only. Um yeah. Work out pretty nicely. Uh in weird situations this could be a way to kill your frog. Definitely. Um The next card is Ritual of the Hunt. It has been in previous sets. It's an artifact with an Amber Pip. Uh, it has an Omni ability. Destroy Ritual of the Hunt. For the remainder of the turn, you may use friendly untamed creatures. Assuming you played untamed on uh, the turn before, the next turn you get to use all those creatures, and it's better mm-hmm. than the uh, combat pheromones that Mars had, since you can use all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um... Yeah, such such odd artwork. Very uh very Yogi Bear esque. <laughs> um yeah. Yeah, it, it is I don't know. It's it's solid. Um I've had this in a few decks before where it, it does really good work, but uh you definitely have to you know have the creature survive. Um Correct. So all right. Uh, next up is Scout. Scout is an action with a bonus amber, and when you play it for the remainder of the turn, up to two friendly creatures gain skirmish. Fight with those creatures one at a time. Uh, this is best if you have a couple of non-untamed creatures on the board, um, and uh, gives you gives you that you know house cheating ability. Um, can be very very nice so i think it's uh pretty great and in the worst case it's just an amber uh you you broke up can you say it again oh it doesn't ready creatures so mm -hmm. using out of house creatures would be much better yeah yep yep yeah similar actually i didn't realize this or, but that's like a common theme with ghost talk actually i guess right like here we'll let you use them but they have to already be ready mm-hmm. um cool and then uh stampede is also returning uh i think from aoa um but it's a it's an action with a bonus amber uh and it says when you play it if you used three or more creatures this turn steel to amber um yeah that's an interesting one i think this could actually combo really nicely with like uh your ghost hawk or your uh 
or your scout because it you know if you if you got to use uh creatures from other houses that that helps add to your count um or you know if you had um really there's there's not unfortunately um the ways that to to get creatures to come into play ready for untamed in this set are um apply only out of house so so you really do uh need to either just have well you you need to be relying on creatures you already had on the board probably to get this to fire but if it fires it's pretty awesome yep 90 percent of the time it'll be an amber pip but when it's not it's awesome yep The next card is Vineapple Tree. It's an artifact with a location. Uh, it says key costs are plus one for each growth counter on Vineapple Tree. After a key is forged, remove each growth counter from Vineapple Tree. Action, put a growth counter on Vineapple Tree. Solid way to increase key costs, especially if the timing is set up where your opponent's going to be foraging before you, um, or you just want to keep them off check. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a it's an interesting one because it you know applies to you too. But if if um if you can time it right, then it it can be a good effect. Mm -hmm. The next card is actually one of my favorite rares. Mm -hmm. uh, it is Word of Returning. It's an action with an amber pit, but it says play. Deal one damage to each enemy creature for each amber on it, and move each amber from those creatures to your pool. Mm. Uh, I've I've had some decks where this is one of the, my favorite answers to a bunch of Sanctum or Saurian uh, mm. capturing because you can just grab it back. Yeah, and yeah, so nice because I think this has only been in Coda before, um, so it'll be really interesting to have it in a set with Saurian and Sanctum both. Definitely. Um, all right, next up, oh, the one thing you have to be careful of, I think, will be, uh, is Ludo back? Um, obviously, if you, if you do this to, cre to creatures when a Ludo's on the board, if it kills the creature, um, then the Amber will evaporate before you could move it to your pool. So, interesting, kind of weird caveat there, but. Still, you know, if this, you didn't have another way to get the amber back off of it anyway, so better than nothing. But, um, but hopefully you're able to actually get the amber. Definitely. Uh, cool. Okay, Xenos Blood Shadow is back from Worlds Collide. Uh, a four-power human witch with elusive, hazardous six, poison, and skirmish. Um, so just stay away. <laughs> Don't you don't want to be involved? It's a strong creature. Yep. I think. Oh, this is one of maybe two creatures that has hazardous higher than its power. Um, the other is uh, there's a rare in Coda. Uh, ramp. Something. Briar Grubling. Yeah. Two power, five hazardous. Um, but this one's actually better because it has poison and skirmish. 
Um, all right, and then uh, and then we have Mutation of Cunning, and this is a an action with a bonus amber, and when you play it until the start of your next turn, a creature gains Elusive and the Mutant trait. Um, and this, by the way, I did check. There's two more mutations coming, um, but uh, it is not possible to get one of these and not also have a Dark Harbinger, so they are definitely connected. Mm -hmm. yep. But yeah, this this one gives your creature elusive and mutant. All right. The next card is Mutation of Fury. It's an action with an amber pip. When you play until the start of your next turn, a creature gains Assault 3 and the mutant trait. Fun amber pip and gives a creature a good way to get through an elusive creature that's 3 power or less. Mm -hmm. uh, or just kill something big. Mm-hmm. Uh, next card is another mutation action card. It's Mutation of Instinct with an Amber Pip. Once you've played it, until the start of your next turn, a creature gains Skirmish and the Mutant Trait. So you can have a free Skirmish creature. Yep. Nice. Yeah, these are these are pretty cool and interesting. Um, it's also interesting to me that it lasts until the start of your next turn. So for cards that care about you know how many things have mutant. You know you you can have a temporary boost to that as well that lasts through your opponent's turn, which is odd. Mm -hmm. Um. All right. Next up is Toad. Uh. Anytime you get a Xenos Blood Shadow, which we looked at earlier, you will definitely get a Toad. Um. Toad is a beast with one power, and it cannot reap. Uh, that's it. And it used to be Prince Derek, I think. Um, now, I'm actually a little interested. There's like, there's enough things in this set that care about the beast trait that you could end up with like a, you know, a three power beast that, you know, that, uh, uh, that lets your, uh, your, one of your cats, you know, get an extra amber when it reaps and etc. So you, it could actually like end up being okay, much more so than it was in Worlds Collide. Yeah, so it will be slightly less useless. <laughs> that's such a such a stirring uh, compliment there. Slightly less useless. Yeah, yeah, I agree though. Um, all right, we're back to the beasts and. Uh, uh, we go to the Dino Beast. This is the one um, obviously mashed up with uh, with Sarian. So it's five power. Um, it's a five power mutant beast with Skirmish. And when you play it, you may exalt it. And if you do, you deal three damage to a creature. Um, and that can be a nice little effect. Actually, I will say, historically, I feel like Untamed has had quite a lot of direct damage dealing stuff. And they seem to be lacking it in this set compared to other sets. So um, for that reason alone, I, this this seems like it could be a really nice thing to have. Mm -hmm. And that's also another way to kill uh, your key frog. Ah, indeed. Yes. Did not think of that. Perfect. Or someone else's key frog before they're ready to forge. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. 
The next one is Sacro Beast. It's a five power beast creature with two armor and it has skirmish. Just a big fat dude that likes to fight. Yeah, that's that's like really big. Yep. Um, is that one supposed to be attached to Sanctum or is there a yeah. new house Sacro? No, no, that's that's Sanctum. Yep. Okay. Uh, and then our next beast is the Techno Beast because it loves techno music. Mm -hmm. It is four power creature. It's a mutant beast with skirmish, but in addition, when it's not skirmishing, it has a reap. <laughs> Discard a card from your hand if you do draw a card. So a good way to cycle through your deck if you decide you want to reap instead of fight with it. Yes. So the the skirmish comes from it being a beast, the 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 dash beast. The techno part gives it the the reap ability. Um, and you'll find with these mashup creatures, there are um there are a few of them where the the abilities just don't quite match. And you're like, that's that's weird. Um, I think the techno ones, yeah, exactly. The techno ones are like the weirdest because um, they like the reap abilities. You know, there's like the skirmish, but I think there's another one that gives it assault, um, and so it's it just ends up being kind of weird. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, and so the next one is Umber Beast. It has, uh, it's a three power mutant beast. It gets skirmish. That's the beast part. The umber part gives it elusive, um, which really turns this into a, um, uh, what's his, what's his name? Like him. Uh... Man. Not, not Redlock. Um, can't even remember Sorry, his I'm name. Not... Nope, he's what terrible. What does the creature do again? He's a, he's a Shadows creature in AOA that is three power, skirmish, and elusive. Um, oh, um, Knuckles Bolton. Yeah, exactly. Yes, this is, this is Knuckles Bolton. And it's still bad. Yeah, I never thought it was bad, but yeah, there's definitely other cards I'd like more. Yeah. Sort um, of like having the nipple apes. They're real nice when you need to kill something with skirmish that's small. Right. Um, or But not fantastic either. Right. Um, and then this last one is Xeno Beast. It's a four-power mutant beast with skirmish and fight. Look at the top three cards of your deck. Put one into your hand and one on the bottom of your deck. That seems great. Yep. Is that one related to Star Alliance? Yep, exactly. Mm -hmm. That looks great. <laughs> it's got skirmish, and when you fight, you get a cycle deck. So yeah. There you yeah. go. The the abilities actually actually uh, complement <laughs> each other, so nice. Uh, you get to do the last one. Turn well, your head sideways. Well, the next card is Niffle Kong. That does nothing. But the next card after that is the bottom half of Niflkong, where you can see what it's able to do. Uh -huh. It's a 12 power creature with two armor. So one of the strongest creatures ever made. And it's not like Grauman that's going to stop you from doing anything else. Um, and you have to play with the other half of Niflkong. When you play, search your deck and discard a pile for any number of Niflk creatures. Reveal them and put them in your hand. Shuffle your deck. And then it also has Fight Reap. You may destroy a friendly Niffle creature. If you do, deal three damage to a creature, steal one, and destroy an enemy artifact. 
Oof. So if you manage to get this creature on the board and doing things, uh, very strong. Interesting. I I kind of want to see, since we have, you know, some scanned decks now. Uh, what? So like, oh wow, there's a deck with. Oh no no. Okay, I thought I had two Niffle Kongs, but it's just the two halves of the card. Uh, that that'd be very silly. Um, oh, there is a deck with two Niffle Kongs and three Niffle Apes. That's fun. Um, it doesn't. Yeah, so I think it looks like if you get Niffle Kong, you're definitely gonna get at least a couple Niffle Apes. Um, you know whether you get more is. Um, who knows? But you know, with all the like recursion, like load on and things like that, too, it means you're gonna get um, you're gonna be able to recur them. It seems pretty good. Yep, definitely. Um, not necessarily the easiest combo to hit, but uh, if you're able to, it's gonna look real good. And um, yeah, looking at some of these decks that with Niffle Kong in it. They also have it's coming pretty regularly, and um, I'm even looking at one I think Japanese deck that has two it's coming and yeah. four Niffle Kong cards. So, so if you get one of these gigantic cards or uh, one of these gigantic creatures, you are guaranteed to get it's coming. It's auto included. Got it. So, and and the one that has four, that's only actually two Niffle Kongs. Um, so it's it's two Niffle Kongs, which means four cards, and then um. To its comings, um, but yeah, that I mean that seems great. Um, it's nice to see Untamed come back around to being useful. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I felt like they were very iffy in Worlds Collide, and um, they seem they seem good here. Um, I am interested. I have not so far seen a deck with uh, with both the king and the. There are some. Okay. There are some decks that have both Niffle Kong and Niffle Queen. So. Seems pretty cool. Yep. That's definitely interesting. But yeah, if you've got one or two Niffle Kongs and a bunch of Nipple Apes and it's coming, you're actually going to be able to do some good stuff with that house. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yep. I like it. Um, cool. All right. So let's jet back through. Um, and talk about um, some some cards. Um, I, I my favorite combo is the like I I really like the um, I'm hoping to get a Mercy Malkin Queen with some cats. Um, that just seems like a fun little cat swarm idea. Um, Definitely. So I I think that's the combo I'm most excited about. What about you? I just can't wait to see the wild bounty fertility chant. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I want to see that combo happen and maybe even have more than one of them in the deck. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think a lot of decks will have that, but if they do, that's going to be a pretty strong Amber Spike. Um, yeah. Yeah, for and, sure. And I'm really interested to see how things will go with like Savage Clash, if that could even be a key cheat using with the mm -hmm. key frog or something. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. That both those cards are cards that like I'm just interested to see if they end up being good or bad, and I, I just I don't know at this point. Like I'm just not sure. Um, I mean, and yeah. you know, one one like really positive thing that I was kind of missing about the frog is um, obviously if you if you play the frog and your opponent um, can't kill it, and then you, then you can kill it on an off house turn, right? Like on on your shadows turn or on your logos turn, and it turns into a Kichi in your other house, which can be pretty interesting. Definitely, if you manage to protect it with some kind of taunt creature or mm -hmm. some other way. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I think it could be really good with Dece. Yeah, I think Keyfrog is going to be the most interesting card in the set to see how it's able to combo. Yeah, totally. I mean, even with like a phase shift Keyfrog and then Twin Bolt Emission or something weird like that. I don't know. It's pretty interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of combos could arise out of that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, it'll be really interesting to see. Um, so having said that, what what house are you most excited to get comboed with Untamed? Well, the one I just mentioned is Logos. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like I'm I'm never that sad about having Logos because it always does cool things. Mm -hmm. So I'd probably start with that one. I think the other thing that'd be interesting is if you're able to combine it with uh, Obsidian Forge, like you had mentioned earlier, yeah, or just decent general because you're gonna have lots of ways to pull that off. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really excited to to get it with the decent and see how that how that ends up comboing. That and I really want to see a deck with Keyfrog as a Maverick. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, Maverick and Dees especially would be like amazing. Can you search for Maverick cards in a in Dex of Keyforge? Uh, I believe. Yeah, yeah you can. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Frog. Um. Yep. You. Can. And there is there is a key frog in Dece. Yep. It exists. Uh cool. Okay, so um so then yeah, what uh what legacy would you like to get? Ooh, that's a good one. I think key charger Choda comes to mind mm -hmm. to begin with. Because mm -hmm. it means you're forging again pretty easily. Yeah. Uh, Nature's Call would be awesome with some of these different play effects, so I can see that one being real good too. Yeah, those were those were the the top two that I was thinking of are <laughs> our key charge and Nature's Call. Just Nature's Call is so good, um, and uh, I actually think it might be less good in this set, so I I don't mind so much. That's but fair. but with some of the um, you know just depend depending on on how the uh, how the amber pips come out from some of those enhance abilities. Um, Nature's call could be insanely good, you know. Um, Definitely. So, yep. I mean, if you have enough creatures, you could pull that ghost talk back and play it again. Uh, uh, whatever Gloriana's attendant puts the enhance amber icons could make something else really exciting to pull back up. Yeah. It would work the same as the old dust pixie. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, and then is there a uh, oh you know you know the other I'll just throw out 
one more uh, legacy that I would really not mind getting is Taliga. Um, I'm going to miss Taliga. Yes, that would definitely be cool. Um, cool. And then what about uh, for a uh, for a Maverick? What Maverick would you love to see? Oof. Um, well, any once again, Keyfrog still becomes a, one of the more powerful cards, so anything that would combo that could kill that. Whether that's mm -hmm. like a Positon Bolt or a Twin Bolt Emission, Poison mm -hmm. Wave, anything that's going to give me an opportunity to grab an Amber Pip and forge yeah yeah totally like a um a, a yeah some like a sack of coins would be really good um a uh there's a few shadows cards um a booby trap a um what else uh look over there uh, mug yeah I, I think there's a lot of sh uh, dark wave there's a lot of uh shadows damage dealing cards that would that would be really nice for for killing it or even like a something like a deet um uh it? like a gleeful mayhem but i was thinking of one that lets you um kill you kill a creature and then you get to use uh a creature from the same ready and use a creature from the same house which i think would be it'd be amazing to be able to be like yeah i'm killing my own um i'm i'm killing my own key frog forging a key and then i get to oh essence scale yeah and then i get to ready and use a, a creature that i just played pretty pretty awesome um cool okay um well that's that's that i think we we got it in the books um yeah i'm i'm really excited i think world's collide untamed was probably uh other than brobnar probably the most demoted house in my mind in world's collide and i think they're a lot better here and i'm, I'm excited to see how that goes yeah, I do think it's a better house on average, and I'll be interested to see how exactly how good it is when it comes to tournaments and playing games. Yep. Yep. Cool. All right. Well, thanks so much for doing this with me, and uh, uh, for everybody watching at home, thanks for thanks for watching. Hope you enjoyed this as much as we did, and um, can't wait to. Uh, don't want to say get out and and forge keys, but you know, get can't wait to uh, to get online and and forge some mass mutation. Um, once it's all up on TCO. So cool. Thanks everybody. See you out there. Thanks.